Spring training is right around the corner. So come for the games and have a ball in Arizona. With world-class resorts, unbeatable dining and nightlife, amazing scenery, and endless outdoor adventure. Make your visit unforgettable. Plan your getaway at myspringtraining.com. family with you guys this morning to praise and worship our Father in just a, a mighty and a great way. They say that praise precedes the victory. Amen? First and foremost, I want you to know that God loves you. He loves you passionately and faithfully. And then let's just take a brief moment just to give God some glory because see, no matter how hard the test was this past week, no matter how hard the opposition was this past week, God breathed into us this morning. Amen. So let's just give him, just take a moment and let's just give him some honor and just give him some glory. Hallelujah. 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 I want to share something that I read on, on social media. Um, affirmations. Affirmations is always good. You start your mornings off with affirmations. Jasmine, my daughter, starts her, before she starts work, starts her day off. Every single morning she starts with affirmations. You got to speak self-love and self-care into existence every morning. Amen? So I want to share what I, um, something on social media. And it says, God's bigger than the sickness, greater than the trouble, and more powerful than the person trying to hurt you. Put your faith in him and nothing else. Amen?
This is the fun part, y'all. <laughs> so before we begin, before we begin, I want to make sure that our heart's energy, our heart's energy matches the temperature here today. Amen. And I want to open up with a verse that the Lord put on my spirit this week. And it comes from chapter 11. Oh, I'm sorry. I should tell you who first. It comes from Mark chapter 11, verses 20 through 24. And it says, in the morning as they went along, they saw the fig tree wilted from the roots. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has wiltered. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. Truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt, does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So the backdrop, the backdrop of the pericope, I just learned that word this week. <laughs> so the backdrop of the pericope, the story, was that Jesus was unmoved. He was unmoved by the welcome he received in Jerusalem. And he currently saw the nation of Israel as a, a barren fig tree. It was fruitless. The fig tree had the leaves of profession of the profession of faith, but no fruit. No fruit for the for no fruit of the faithfulness for God. There was promise without fulfillment. The profession, the profession of faith without reality. The heart postures of Israel didn't match their spirit or God's will. And just like that, just like us, yes, I'm going to go back on that. I'm going to just give you a bit of backstory. I didn't have coffee this morning, you guys. Didn't have coffee. Didn't have coffee. So we're going to start this over. And see, just like how we become hungry, how we become hungry, Jesus becomes hungry for the fruit of faithfulness from us. Amen? And this was the same for Israel. And so what Jesus did is he cursed the fig tree. And so that now brings us to, to the pericope in front of us from, from Mark chapter 11, verses 20 through 24. So here it is the next morning, the next day, after Jesus just cursed the fru fruitless fig tree. And Jesus and disciples happened to be walking past the same fig tree from yesterday. And as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dry up from the roots. And then Peter remembered what happened yesterday and he said to Jesus, look, look, the fig tree that you cursed has dried up and Jesus answered and he said to them meaning what Jesus said what Jesus was about to do he was about to lay forth a command and the command was have faith in God so I'm gonna pause right there real quickly real quickly because see this is the same for us this is the same for us how many times have we went to God in prayer and started off the conversation about the hurt from yesterday or the pain from yesterday how many times has God met us to pull us out of the darkest places and immediately we begin blaming how the hurt from the past put us in this dark place. But notice, when Jesus meets us in our darkest places, he never asks, why are you here? He never asks, how did you get here? He always asks, what are you doing here in this place? And this is similar to how Jesus responded to Peter. Peter pointed out what happened yesterday, what happened in the past. But Jesus immediately responded for today, for today. His immediate response was, have faith in God. Basically, hold on to the moral conviction of the truthfulness of God. 
hold on to the system of religious truth. Then he proceeds, for truly I say to you, whoever shall say to this mountain of impossible, be taken away, and that mountain of difficulty will be cast, will be thrown, will be thrust into the sea. And when you release your faith without doubt, you shall receive whatever you shall say. See, when Jesus begins a statement with the word for, with the word for, that word means he has no doubt in what he's about to say. He is saying that I have no doubt and firmly say that if you, if you shall say to the mountain, this circumstance that has risen high on your journey, if you say to that mountain to be taken away, it'll be cast out, meaning it will be thrust into the sea. And if you say it without doubt in your heart and mind, but believe that what you say will take place, you will have whatever you say, meaning you speak it into existence. So basically, Jesus has laid forth the command. He has spoken. And so far, he is telling us yesterday is history. And just like history in the books, that part of our life was already written by our Father, by our Arthur, God. Amen? History shouldn't define our lead, our current, our future chapters. It is for reference on how to maneuver for today. I read that yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why it's called a present. I'm going to say that one more time because I don't think you guys heard me enough. I didn't hear nothing from y'all. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. Amen? So Jesus is telling us yesterday is history. And whatever mountain of birds that have risen in front of you is no match for the faithful heart. Check your heart posture. Your words have power. All you have to do is say to that mountain of burdens is, be taken away and it'll be thrust into the sea. All you need to say is, is this, with no doubt in your heart and with confidence in the belief in God's promise. I had, a, I had an illustration to share, but I don't think I have enough time. Do I have enough time? Do I have enough time? A little time? Okay. I have a little time, so I'm going to hurry up with this illustration. So one day, one day a daughter had shared when she was in the kitchen and she was sharing with her mother how hard of a time she was having. And she, she wanted to just, just, just give up because she was just tired of, of the fighting, of fighting and just the struggles. And it seemed to her like as one problem was solved, another one arose. And so what her mother did is she took her to the stove. She took her to the stove. And the mother filled three pots with water and placed each of them on high fire. And as soon as the pots came to boil, in the first pot she placed carrots, in the second pot she placed eggs, and in the last pot she placed ground coffee beans. She let them sit there and boil without saying a word. And so 20 minutes later, she turned off the burners, and she fished out the carrots, and she placed them in the bowl, and she pulled out the eggs, and she placed them in the bowl, and then she ladled out the, the coffee and placed that in the bowl as well. And turning to her daughter, she asked her daughter, tell me, what do you see? And the daughter replied, carrots, eggs, and coffee. And so she brought her daughter closer and she asked her to fill the carrots. And the daughter did. And she noticed that they were soft. And then she asked her daughter to take an egg and break it. And after pulling off the, the hard shell, she observed the hard boiled egg. Finally, she asked her daughter to sip the coffee. 
And the daughter smiled as she tasted the rich aroma. And then the daughter looked at her mother and she asked, what does this mean? And her mother explained that each of these objects have faced the same adversity, the boiling water, but each reacted differently. The carrot went in strong and hard and unrelenting. However, after being subject to the boiling water, it softened and became weak. The egg had been fragile. Its thinner outer shell had protected its liquid interior. But after sitting through the boiling water, its insides became hardened. The coffee beans were unique, however. After they were in the boiling water, they had changed the water. And she turned to her daughter and asked her, which one are you? When adversity, adversity knocks on your door, how do you respond? Are you a carrot, an egg, or a coffee bean? Family, this morning I want you to take a moment and think of this. When the mountain of difficulties rises in front of you, which one are you? Are you the carrot that seems strong, but with pain and adversity, do you will to become soft and lose your strength? Are you the egg that starts off with a flexible heart, but changes with the heat? Do you have a fluid spirit, but after a financial hardship or some other trial, do you become hard and stiff? Does your shell look the same, but on the inside are you bitter and tough with a stiff spirit and a hardened heart? Are you like the coffee bean? The bean actually changes the hot water, the very circumstance that brings the pain. When the water gets hot, it releases the fragrance and the flavor of your life. Basically, when the mountain of impossible rises high in your life, you release the fragrance and the flavor of faith. You release faith. See, if you are like that being, when things are at their worst, you get better. And you change the situation around you. I'm going to say that one more time, family. See, if you are like that being, when things are at their worst, you get better. You get better. And you change the situation around you. When the hours are the darkest and the trials are the greatest, do you elevate to another level? How do you handle adversity? Are you changed by your surroundings? Or do you release the power of faith to them? Whatever mountain that has risen high in your life, it is there for a purpose. And see, I don't know the purpose, but what I do know is what Jesus laid out for us to do. First, we need to stop focusing on the past. Stop focusing on the pain. Stop focusing on the hurt. Stop focusing on the suffering. Jesus commanded us to have faith in God. It's time to change your viewpoint, family. You've been staring up at that mountain far too long. Far too long. It's time to change your viewpoint. It's time for you to stand on the same mountaintop that you thought would consume your life. It's time for you to change your viewpoint by standing on your circumstance. And not only just standing on it, but looking down on that circumstance and up at the most high powerful God. Because see, this is the same God that who, the God that will restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you in that order. Amen? See, listen, listen. It is said that when we give, it is given to us. Meaning when we release our faith, it is given to us. A good amount will be poured into our laps. It will be pressed down. It will be shaken together and run it over. Let us let go of the past. Release your faith and speak your overflow into existence. Speak to your mountain. Speak your overflow of love. Speak your overflow of healing. Speak your overflow of freedom. Freedom from the stronghold. Freedom from the self-infliction. Speak your overflow of faith. Speak your overflow of peace. 
Speak your overflow of joy. Speak your overflow of abundance. Speak your overflow into existence, family. Amen. Now, with that being said, with that being said, I want to make sure that our heart's energy, our heart's energy matches God's energy in this place here right now, in his kingdom. And let's give them all.